It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Come on, boy, 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 boy. Y'all can't deny it. I'm a fucking rider.
you guys. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. How is everybody doing on this fine Thursday? Now, let me explain my release schedule is I don't know what my release schedule is. No, I'm joking. Um, I said I was going to take one day off a week and um, I just, but I can't, I, I want to talk Summer House with you guys. I want to recap Summer House. And then of course, Friday, we're recapping Real Housewives of Orange County. So you're going to get that. So it's going to be five shows this week. And I hope you're okay with that. I hope you still listen to all of these or try. I know that's nearly impossible. Um, but we had such a great week. Alana Ubach from Euphoria. Wasn't she amazing? I had such a, it was so nice to be able to share that with you guys. Uh, actually, somebody that I know in my my actual life. It was really really cool. And I'm so, so dang proud of her. And Tiffany Moon was excellent as well. Did you guys hear that stuff? She talked about Jenny from Salt Lake. I think those are really good. Um, if anybody wants to ever send me transcripts of my interviews, that would be great. And then I can, uh, send them to the, uh, us weeklies and all that to try to get in those, those things like, uh, yeah. Does anybody have a transcription service that they use? <laughs> um, anywho, uh, anyways, I, it's Thursday afternoon, but I was like, I, I, I want to talk somewhere else. Cause I took the notes and it's such a waste if I don't, you know, uh, but so we're going to talk summer house today. You're like, we get it. You've said summer house 80 billion times. Also, I wanted to talk about a couple podcasts I guested on in the past couple of weeks. Jamie Stein's podcast called deep dive. We talk about the real world, Los Angeles, uh, reunion series they did on Paramount Plus, which I loved, but it's me, Taria Faison, and Jamie, and it's like two hours. And uh, I said this before, but if you hear, if you listen closely, you'll hear me scratching my beard right before, and that is literally what led to my staph infection. So to me, that podcast holds personal memories. <laughs> and it's my personal, his story. Um, and also, I just recorded today. Uh, Dylan Hafer's mention at all podcast for Betches, which I believe will be out tonight. And that's like a quick 40 minute one that we talked about, uh, like, you know, just really quick hits on real housewives of Miami reunion. Um, it, just, it was actually really great. I think you guys will really like that as well. Um, and also just released a two hour podcast over on the Patreon with me and Maritza Lopez, where we talk like an hour of us, just what we call shooting the shit, just about random things, whatever comes up. And then the last hour, uh, we talk uh, about Real Housewives of Miami, season two, episode 13 recap. We've been slowly going through the entirety of the Miami franchise over on the Patreon, but I guess the cool thing about the Patreon is when you join up, you have access to all those previous episodes. So I think we're at like 130 extra episodes over there. Damn, you guys, we have podcasted a lot together in the last two years. It is in it's truly insane um last night yesterday i was so run down you guys i i talked about that on the patreon but i got such horrible sleep on wednesday night and i had really bad stomach issues which meditza in the patreon says i always have stomach issues which i just don't agree with her on but i had the stomach issues that woke me up at six in the morning and you're like what are you doing body how how dare you do this to me and then you're like oh i guess i'm up now oh you're just not gonna let me go back okay that's oh i see what we're doing body we're not going to cooperate with the mind we're just going to do its own thing and you're gonna lay here with your stomach pain and uh i i got to last night and i just felt so bad i was working real housewives of orange county and i was trying to take notes and I already type so fast that I misspell, I'm not joking, like 80% of the words. You'll hear that sometime in the recaps where I'll be like, what is moonlight 
jam on melon. What does that mean? Like I I'll sometimes not even understand what I've misspelled out. Um, but it was taking me doubly long to take notes last night on, on Orange County. I couldn't, it was just so hard to focus and I was like so tired. And then I got super scared because your boy was out in Arizona doing a bunch of different things. And then I, I did, I did it. I forgot that we, there was a thing called COVID. I forgot about it completely. And then you start getting that COVID paranoia where you're like, oh my God, did you do it again? Did you, did you get the, did you get the vid? You know, you just went to a flipping music festival to see Foo Fighters and Tame Impala. You probably got the vid. And so uh, I took one of the tests, the COVID test. So uh, amazingly sent to us by our government and your boy's clean. Your boy just has some actual stomach issues. So I'm, I'm vid free, you guys. I think that's a celebration to be had by all. But it is weird how you start to get on with your normal life and then you forget like, oh my God, you idiot. Remember the last two years? Remember that? Don't go back to that place, you idiot. Um, so anyways, we're here. I have energy. I have coffee with me. So let us do this Summer House recap together as a family. Uh, this is called Summer House One Basket too many eggs. Now, we always want to dissect the titles because it gives us a clue into what we're about to see in this episode. Now, if I was a guessing man just by the title, they go egg picking and they they all go egg picking, but there's only one basket and there's there's multiple people in the summer house, so they all have to share this one basket when they go egg picking. It's kind of like going like to a pumpkin patch or apple picking, but it's egg picking. And I guess that's something that I'm guessing by the title takes place in the Hamptons because that's where Summer House is set. So I was way off on my guess for what the show, the show had none of that in it. It was not about a basket, not about an egg farm. Um, it, uh, I, I, to be honest, I still don't even know what to title me. I don't know. Hey, so we start off as always too, where they'll give us the, uh, because they think we're so we're so dumb and we're so forgetful, they have to recap the entirety of the season and give us little short scenes. So we had that as we always do, and we see Andrea going a bondage party because remember we left off last week with this bondage party where everybody was in leather, people were blindfolded, kissing each other. Carl and Sierra kissed. There were whips, chains, the whole deal. Carl sober broke a pole. Um, you know, we see Andrea going, Paige, I want my Paige to be my wife one day. And then we hear Paige go, Craig's from South Carolina, fucking all the blondes. If he doesn't want me, a hot Italian does. Uh, we have Alex uh, asking Amanda about what he should do to potentially get in the pants of Sierra. Um, because all Alex really truly knows how to do, what we've seen, is work those muscles and cook heads of broccoli. Those are Alex's big, and by the way, Neither of those are bad traits. Those are both great traits. But he's wanting to know what else he needs to do. But then, you guys, he saw he saw Sierra kissing Carl blindfolded. And he was like, wah, wah. And it was very sad. The world's tiniest violin was playing. And then Carl is uh, seen telling Maya about this girl he started dating, Mackenzie. And he hasn't dated sober before, so he's really worried about that. Now, you guys can correct. Some people were saying that Mackenzie, this girl that Carl has known for two years and just started dating, 
is on Love Island? Is that true, you guys? And and somebody was inferring, like, if you know her from Love Island, you know she's bad news. So I don't know the McKinsey thing, and I'm so damn lazy that I'm like, I refuse to look it up. So if somebody could just, if you see me on the street, just shout out the exact answer for what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, okay, so... And also, we get that thing with Lindsay letting us know, like, you know, Monday I was pregnant, Tuesday I miscarried, and I am not at the point in my life that I thought I would be in my mid-30s, which is very, I mean, we're all there in some way. Uh, we also get the scene of Maya letting us know again that she came out of a five-year engagement, and she's in her head about guys. Um, and by the way, you know, if, if anybody's in a five-year relationship, of course you would be guarded. It would be horrible. Or I've seen some of my friends make the biggest mistakes getting out of long relationships where they just go on like a banging spree or not even a banging spree of just like a date spree, um, <laughs> a date spree, not a banging, how dare you guys put words in my mouth, a date spree. And you got to give yourself a little bit of time sometimes to let something completely die off. Um, in your feelings before you can properly start up, unless you're looking to just have fun. But usually if you're just looking to have fun, then you're going to end up hurting somebody else's feelings down the road. Unless, and the caveat to this, you guys, is unless you're really, really hot. Now, really, really hot people, like we've said, get to play by different rules. Uh, Luke gets to wear a gigantic big ranger hat, um, you know, very big cowboy hat, like just all different sorts of hat. And nobody stops him because he's good looking. Uh, I still hold to this day. I do want to, I want, that's what I need. I need the Luke hat and then I need a side by side of me and the Luke hat and Luke and the Luke hat. And you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about, folks. Like Luke could literally wear just like guns melded to his skin and people would be like, that's a fucking cool look, Luke. That's a great, Hey, are those guns just melded to your skin? Like they would really call like Luke probably gets complimented on any, like Luke, did you shower today? Dude, great shower, bud. He gets congratulated probably on the smallest things. And not just Luke, any good-looking person. I always use the example of Dirty Bobby from The Hills. Um, Dirty Bobby is, you know, he just Justin Bobby was so dirty. And he would just, like, he, you know, these people always have bands. And then people always like, that's great music. And then you hear the music. It's the worst music. You're like, that's not even, that's not, I don't even think that qualifies as a song. And that's always the way it is with good-looking people. Uh, so that's what I mean is that, you know, if you are great-looking, you don't have to follow any of the other rules that a lot of us have to do about feelings and stuff like that. A lot of people will just potentially sleep with you just to see what it's like to be with an extremely good-looking person. It's it's wild. You guys are living in a whole different universe than uh, some of us normies over here. Um, and uh, so we also had that conversation last week. Or Kyle was talking to Danielle and Amanda. They were just not getting along for another episode. And she was like, Kyle, 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 Kyle. And it was even starting to annoy me. And he was like, fuck this. And then he went out and, you know, talked to Danielle, unloaded Danielle on all his feelings. And it was like, yo, the lover boy business is the only thing we have in common anymore. And then at the end of last week, I don't know why I'm whispering. And then at the end of last week's episode, you guys, Danielle told the girls what Kyle said. And Danielle and Kyle are friends. So I thought this was kind of a betrayal. I kind of changed my opinion about this a little bit throughout this episode. But I was like, why would you tell Paige and Sierra? It's like now, but but at the same time, 
the reason I like, but, but they, they do love Amanda. They do love Amanda. Like, and, and Danielle, like, so this maybe is something that Danielle should have, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I don't know. I keep going back and forth on it. Um, so we open up this episode. It is, uh, Saturday, 10.06 p.m., you guys. It is 10.06 p.m. Uh, Danielle, we like just that situation I was just talking about, and they're like, this is an impossible situation. And Sierra says, you know, we, 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 want, we want Amanda to be the best on their wedding day. And Paige says, I feel like someone has to say something. She's already, like, already teary in her voice. I feel like someone has to say something. Oh, what am I supposed to say? You can you imagine being engaged to your fiance who says he doesn't have anything in common? She's like fully throat crying. And um she's like she deserves better than this. I am disturbed to a point. I'm extremely uncomfortable. Uh, this is super real. It's a real thing. And then Paige makes the smart decision to say, I'm not saying anything tonight. And then we cut to Luke at the party, and he is calling himself a denim dad. And then uh, a gay gentleman next to him is like, denim daddy. And he's like, ha good one. Yes, yes. Uh, and his denim dad, he just has, like, a, a sheriff's badge, I think, like, literally on his skin, and just, like, some denim. But like, like I said, when you're good looking, people are like making up titles. Like you're a denim daddy. It's like, no, you put on a pair of jeans. What are you kidding me? Like if I pair, put on a pair of jeans, nobody's calling me a denim daddy. They're like, yo, those are old Navy jeans, you know? Um, so Kyle is, <laughs> Kyle's talking to Robert, Danielle's boyfriend, and Robert cut his hair completely. And Kyle's like, last time I saw you, you had long hair and you were second guess guessing your relationship with Danielle. And there's a flashback to that scene a couple uh, episodes ago where him and Danielle were tiffing and, you know, Robert was like, yeah, the only problem is I exist as a person, like, which was actually kind of as amped up as I've ever seen Robert. And it was still pretty calm. And uh, he had confided in Kyle and Robert's like, yeah, the hair went away and the relationship is good now. And Kyle says, yeah, everyone has an opinion when they have a front row seat even like Danielle, I was talking about having a flare up with Amanda recently. And by the way, pay attention to that line when they have a front row seat, because this comes into play at the end of the episode in a jaw dropping way. Uh, Danielle at this point comes over to get a drink and Robert's like, hey, babe, hey. And she's like not acknowledging Kyle. And Kyle's like, hey, it's probably the best outfit you've ever had of all time because she's in like all leather. And Danielle barely acknowledges that comment. And then just leaves and like dude my spidey sense would have been going off if i was kyle so bad right there of like whoa how are what i confided in you earlier about an issue i was having and you're like kind of weird with me now kyle didn't notice it at all kyle didn't pick up on that social cue at all and it really blew my mind but uh so then Kyle's like, uh, yeah, but you guys, you guys are good now. That's awesome. You know, and like, oh, man, me and Amanda, hey, we're good. So we get the Chiron 1025 p.m. As always on Summer House, they are obsessed with us letting us know what time it is, minute to minute coverage. Uh, we see the camera people. My roommate actually let me know that she saw the camera people 
Uh, they're wearing leather chaps like they were wearing black leather as well to blend in with the crowd. And uh, I guess that is kind of funny if you have to dress up for your job. You know, you like you don't think you'll have to dress up in leather chaps if you're filming something unless you're filming something in the adult entertainment field. But if you're working at somewhere else, you're not like, oh, I'm probably gonna have to wear leather chaps today. And so that's an interesting scene in my head. Um we see uh, we see Luke welcome somebody to his red room. Remember, they put a couple red they put a couple red lights in it, and Luke is fascinated with his room now. He's like, "Welcome to my red room, ladies!" And the ladies like, "It's like looks like a dungeon." And then Luke's like, "Have you ever seen anything so amazing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Luke, I have. It's called literally life. Like, are you like? There's a couple red light bulbs in here, and you're like." Wow, look at this. James Cameron, this is like Avatar in here. Uh, we we see the party continuing to rage outside. Uh, we see some people telling Amanda that she should be Laura Croft in the new movies because that's what she looks like in her little outfit. Sierra and Paige, of course, guess with me where they're at right now. One, two, three, in bed. Um, and uh, Maya uh, asks, you guys okay? And Paige is like, no. No, we're not okay because, of course, of this conversation that they just had with Danielle about Kyle. And we cut to a girl uh, at the party asking Kyle, like, Kyle, you excited to get married? And he's like, he has like a far away, distant look in his eyes. He's like, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's like, you're like Vietnam or something. He's like, uh, it's a lot. And you're like, the girl was like, I was just told to ask you about the wedding. I don't. Are you going to hurt me? Um, Amanda is downstairs going, where are my friends? Where's Paige and Sierra? So she goes upstairs and Paige and, uh, 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 Paige and Sierra know. And they're like, oh my God, she's coming. She's coming. So they get out of bed and then they immediately act like they're putting on makeup, which like kind of shows you how good Sierra is at potentially lying. I'm telling you, she didn't even blink. She was like, props, here we go. We'll be putting on makeup. So Amanda comes in. She's like, hi, bitches. And then Amanda's like, I was talking to Alex, Sierra, Carl, and Sierra. Were, you know, Alex knew that Carl and Sierra was making out with a blindfold. And Sierra says, hey, I'm single and I can be interested in everyone I want. We cut down to 10.48 p.m. downstairs. Alex is dancing, which Alex actually with his body type looks very much like a male go-go dancer, very much something you would see at the Abbey in West Hollywood. I mean, it really looks very that type. Like, I mean, that's a compliment. Um, so, uh, Andrea says, this is my favorite party of the summer so far. Paige has a little naughty outfit. Um, Andrea loves to say the word little in anything regards to Paige. Like a little, you got a little suitcase, you little Paige, you got a little mouth Paige, you love little, little. He says little so much in regards to Paige. And the producer in a talking head asks Andrea, do you think Paige has a little freak in her? And he's like, yeah, I do think she got a little freak in her. And then the producer's like, you speaking from experience? And he goes, maybe. We go back to the kitchen. Kyle is in there by himself, Kitchen Kyle, as we call him, with a bottle of 1942 tequila, just chugging it by himself. Like, 
Kyle now is one of the most iconic. He's almost like Mary Cosby in the sense that he loves to have solo scenes with himself where he just he's entertaining just in his behavior. Like he's just there, you know, in his head, there's like a huge party behind him, but he's just there by himself. He's just there drinking tequila as you do in a a cop uniform makes you look like Reno 911. And then he's like dancing in the kitchen by himself. We cut to Andrea with two ladies in the red room. And he's like, wow, 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 baby, wow. Because they've got him tied up on the bed. Um, So Sierra and all the people are downstairs again now. And Alex, we see trying to flirt with Sierra. And he's having her pour tequila in his mouth. But every, it, 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 it's like flirting under cement. It's like flirting under Dr. Jen's leg. Like it's just so uncomfortable and feels like it weighs something. And uh, then this girl comes up and tells Sierra, she goes, you're fucking gorgeous. You ever been with a girl before? And she's like, no, thank you. She she goes, thank you. No, I haven't. And and she goes, the other lady goes, you curious? And then Alex is like, hey, 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 I'm here too. And the lesbian goes, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And then we get our Summer House, my favorite new song that Summer House plays every week. Party every day, party every day, party every day, party every day. Um, Amanda helps a uh, bald lady in the kitchen put her breast back in her clothing. And then they boob bump. Do I think I've asked this before to you ladies. Do, do do is that a big thing? Boob bumping? Is it like the chest bump like with guys do it? Like Amanda boob bumped. And I I guess I just haven't I guess we should normalize boob bumping like that. I'm totally down with it. I wasn't offended by it or any I no, not, not offended at all. I just didn't know that was on the menu for two ladies. You know, I usually see the hug or the the double kiss on the cheeks, but never the boob bump. And I just thought that was interesting. Carl asked Maya, uh, he's like, who did I make out with the blindfold earlier? Who did I? I thought Carl definitely knew it was Sierra. And I kind of secretly still think he did know, but he's, you know, and because also remember, Carl's sober. So he he definitely knew. Um we cut to Danielle and Robert. They're getting changed out of their sec- their their leather clothes. And then uh, Paige is talking to Maya about her outfit. And Paige goes, you know what Cardi B says? A hoe never gets cold. And uh, Maya's like, that's why I'm not cold. Hey. And Maya says she's happy she didn't meet anyone at the bondage party. Um, and she's like, what would that say about you or me? And I don't take it that far. I don't think it really matters. Like, this is obviously a costume party for Summer House. It's not like actual real bondage S&M people were there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they did a casting call for the most intense bondage party. Like the most bondage party, like bondage professionals out there. You know, like that's that's like costume bondage. It's not real bondage. I don't really know that much about the bondage lifestyle, but I, I don't think it's a bunch of like, you know, Hamptons kids that like did a run on leather at Target. Um so people are getting in the pool, but Amanda's also going telling people, hey, you, yeah, you can't stay here. You, you got to go. Get the fuck out of our house. And Kyle is screaming tequila by himself in the kitchen. He's like, tequila, tequila. Now Paige is upstairs in bed again. She does best when she's horizontal. And she is texting Craig. And he's like, how, he's texting, he's like, how the, how'd the party go? And, and she's like, it was good. It was good. And uh, he... Craig goes, did you kiss anyone? 
And and Paige writes back, just Andrea, but we made out for a second. And we cut downstairs around the fire, and there's a group around there of, like, Carl, Robert. They're all FaceTiming Lindsay at the wedding. We see Carl still wearing his guy liner. Then we really quickly see a couple of high-definition shots of Lindsay partying. Like, did they send a camera crew all of a sudden there to get, like, three shots of her going wild on the dance floor? Anyways, great always to see Lindsay. We come to the night where the summer house is starting to wind down. If we think of the summer house as a live organism, it is winding down. Everybody is catching their breath. Um, we go back up to Paige's room, and uh, they have a Chiron on about, like, because now he's called. He's called her. And it says, Carl, Paige's friend, which I love. And, I'm oh, sorry, Craig, Paige's friend. I, sorry, Craig. She's talking to Craig, Paige's friend. And uh, he's like, what do you mean made out? And Paige is like, no, it's not, it just, it's not, you know, it that wasn't a big deal. And here's the, and she's like, here's the situation. And then Craig's like, when you hook up with him, it makes us look. And Paige is like, you're out there living your fucking life. Are you kidding me? I only made out with him. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, I can't, hey, babe, you know, I can't visit if that's, you know, I, I don't think I feel comfortable, you know, being there again, if that's the case. And then Craig's like, I don't, you know what? I don't like it. I'm going back to bed. So I love that he woke up just to make Paige feel like shit. And Paige is like, what the fuck? And she's just distraught laying on the bed. She'd always be laying on the bed, but she's distraught laying on the bed. Um, And Paige is like, dude, I'm pretty sure Craig's the one who said we weren't exclusive. It doesn't compare to you sleeping with all the blondes in the hills of California. She keeps hitting these all the blondes. She keeps hitting plural, which I think that we, you know, of course, are talking about the the, the Kristen Cavallari bit. But I think she's I think Paige is aware of a lot of people that Craig has slept with over the last year, potentially. Uh, Kyle's in the kitchen saying, everybody, everybody, everybody. He's just mumbling. It's so sad slash funny to watch. Uh, out by the fire, Carl, of course, being sober, is very concerned with food as always. He's like, what? The only two options we can order right now are Burger King or McDonald's. And Robert's like, Burger King. And it always confuses me when a, a, a really fancy chef eats fast food. You know, like it shows that we're all, we're all one, you know, we all succumb to fast food at times and it's comforting, but it's also scary in a way. Cause I guess the other perception is Robert's like, good, at least you're ordering. Don't expect me to fucking do it. I'm not doing that shit. I do this all week for work. I'm not doing it. Uh, Paige goes into the closet and cries. Sierra and Maya at that point come in and they're like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, oh, he hung up on me. He hung up on me. And Maya's like, you're okay. Um, We cut down to the kitchen. Andrea and Alex are just eating in the kitchen by themselves. Um, The Burger King is here. Luke comes in and sees Andrea and Alex and is like, yo, I drank 20 Coors Lights tonight. Yeah. Um, Amanda goes up with the girls and a box of Cheez-Its and Amanda gets in the room. She's like, what? Why are you crying? He's like, we got into a fight. Ah, we got into a fight. Downstairs, Carl tells Kyle his sheriff outfit will be in the Hall of Fame. That's a bald face lie, Carl. Uh, Maya's upstairs in Paige's face and go, do not waste your tears on him. Do not do that. I love Maya as a friend. And... Uh, I'm not mad at you. I was just a little taken back. You, uh, oh, uh, wait, I'm not mad at you. This is what I did. I, I misspelled something so badly that I don't know what I mean. 
Oh, oh, she's saying Craig texted her back after he hung up and said, I'm not mad at you. I was just a little taken aback that you would be around, like, would be kissing him. And she goes, she tells the girls, I'm not responding back to him. So good. Luke goes into his room and he's like, yeah, I love the red light. He's still impressed with that red light. Uh, Go back up to the upstairs. Sierra says, I already feel I have trapped gas in me. Now, this is very interesting. Now, we've got a pattern of behavior from Sierra, if you've paid attention like I have. Two episodes ago, Sierra, right before they went to the club, had to take a nasty shit in the downtown downstairs uh, bathroom. And then Kyle and Amanda walked back in, and Amanda and Kyle were immediately hit with the shit smell that came from Sierra. Now, Sierra says, I already feel like I have trapped gas. Listen, girl, I'm the same. I, I, I feel Sierra on this one, but it's very interesting. you got to pay attention to these little clues they give us along. So I'm, I'm picturing Sierra's stomach will continue to make appearances throughout the season. Um, Kyle jump, Kyle gets into bed. He's like, ah, I just had a milkshake. I might be pregnant. Ugh. So he's just drunk in bed with Amanda, who's already there. Like, seems like she's sleeping. Uh, we wake up the next morning, 10 a.m. Sunday. The outside looks trashed, you guys. This summer house team has a lot of cleaning ahead of them. Um, we go back to Craig texting. He's like, everything's okay. I just wasn't expecting to hear about that. But I also understand, you know, what I feel. You know, I hope you understand what it feels like getting that info. And Paige is reading that text to Sierra. And Sierra says, suck my dick. Which is just, you know, if if Craig were to do that, I would hope she did not have gas, uh, the trapped gas in there at the same time. But I like Sierra as a friend to Paige, too. It is like suck my dick. Screw you, Craig. You don't get it. And by the way, how do you think it makes Paige feel when she finds out of a Kristen Cavallari? I love when... And by the way, I take advantage of this too as a guy. And it's not even fair. Like, you know, guys get to take advantage of feelings when... They have, the, it's it's just not an even road. It just, it is not an even road. And it does then make Paige play games or, or women in general play games because they see the kind of games that guys play, you know? Um, Amanda is in bed with Kyle and she's like, Kyle, don't breathe in my face. It's hot and suffocating, which just means they're close to marriage, you guys. It's so romantic. Uh, Robert gets up and, uh, sees Alex in the kitchen, guess what he's doing? Alex is cooking for his body. And, uh, Danielle is leading the cleanup efforts outside. Of course, she's always the first one to like get in there and clean. I love it. They are poor. This is really disgusting. They have one of those like tubs and they're just pouring leftover lover boy into a bucket. It's like, I, I saw it and it just, it turned my stomach because I was picturing somebody making me drink that, you know, like, and it just, oh my God, when I used to run a nightclub back in the day, you guys, they would, you know, the bar mats, they would put on the bar, like, you know, where you'd put drinks on and it kind of gets spillover. We would dare people to do shots out of the liquid in the bar mat. Oh, you guys, we lost two fine people that day when they did that. Two of my friends died doing that. No, it was wild, but we actually would. Now I think about that. I'm just like, damn, man. Lucky I got past my 20s. Um, Maya lets us know she doesn't drink coffee. It makes her feel real antsy, which is coffee is such a great joy in my life. I get sad when I think about quitting. You know, I do. I get sad. it, It really is that like, hey, do you look forward to me every day? Yeah, I do coffee. I love you so much. I love, I love the thought of coffee. And I, the, the last thing I think about before I go to sleep is anything that's on the daily mail when I peruse that right before I go to sleep and that the next morning, no matter how bad it is, I'll be able to have a cup of coffee. 
It's so weird. Um, Danielle comes into the girls' room, and uh, she has a T-shirt over her leather clothing, and they're laughing at her about that because she never changed out of her bondage thing, I guess. Carl is telling Alex that, uh, you know, the guys outside, he's like, yo, dude, me and Sierra were kissing blindfolded. Like, Carl has no idea that Alex is trying to put a move on her. Uh, We go upstairs to Sierra telling Danielle and Paige um, uh, about the same thing with Carl, and Sierra's like, Oh, no, so it's like a summer loving thing where they're going upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs. And Carl's like, that's the top five hottest makeouts ever. And I'm like, really? Top five? Like a like a quick bondage kiss? Like that's in your top five. Think about that. That's in your top five. And then I was like, maybe it, like the sobriety thing really has to like be real. Like that, must, I mean, it must be top five because he actually remembers it. Um so Sierra says, okay, I think Alex was standing watching. Uh, so it's not my proudest moment, but did I like making out with Carl? Yes. Would I do it again? Yes. Um, they say, uh, yeah, we saw you dance a little with Alex. I could tell you were trying to dance with him a little bit more and give him more attention. But, uh, you know, and Sierra's like, yeah, he was definitely more assertive last night. Um, and uh, and uh, she he was definitely more assertive last night. And Sierra was like, I was definitely more assertive last night too. And they're like, with Alex? And she's like, no, with Carl. Uh, Alex uh, hugs Amanda downstairs. Uh, she's bitching about Kyle tossing and turning and it makes her not be able to sleep. It's just nonstop with these two. They really don't seem to enjoy each other or their enjoyment comes out of complaining about each other. And that is such a scary part of a relationship. But as Dr. Terry DeBro said in this week's Orange County is that that's part of it. There are years, you guys, you just got to get over those year long humps. We cut to Paige and the girls, uh, um, Paige, Sierra and Danielle. And they're saying, oh, my God, it is the best decision ever that we chose not to say anything to Amanda last night about what we heard Kyle say to Danielle. And they're talking about like, what? what so what are we going to tell Amanda? What are, what are we going to tell her that Kyle said no connection outside of the business with with them or um or what are we, what are we telling her to do? Like, were we saying to do whatever you want to do with it? And Sierra says, okay, what if we bring it up casually? And Paige is like, yeah, let's put on our bathing suits and just like casual talking. And then we'll just, you know, like, and Paige is like, ah, I can't, I can't like as if, oh my God, we're about to walk into something crazy. Uh, cut to commercial, come back 10 58 AM. The, uh, the Chiron lets us know, I still will never understand the specific time. Like, why can't they just say 11 a.m.? If they're so, like, 10, 58 a.m.? There's a psychology behind that, and I want to know what their reasoning is. Um, oh, yeah. Carl is uh, Mr. Chipper today, and he's like, Andrea comes down, and he's like, Mr. Bondage! <laughs> he's, like, making fun of Andrea's accent. Kyle uh, says he was tossing and turning five straight hours last night, and Kyle says... Oh, and Luke says, dude, I think I might have shit my pants. Amazing. And Luke is so good looking that people are like, oh, my God, maybe I'll shit my pants. Dude, Luke, that is one of the coolest pants shitting things I've ever seen in my life. Maya, uh, being amazing, is ordering breakfast sandwiches for the the house. Uh, Danielle tells Robert that his phone was in the bathroom uh, when he was doing number two, and it's still there. And he's like, oh, is that where my phone And they're being cutesy, coupley, you know. Amanda comes out in her bathing suit. Uh, all the girls are going to be out there in their bathing suits. Very cool. 
Uh, this is where the big conversation is going to happen, potentially, guys. Uh, Maya lets us know that she is feeling the effects of the alcohol this morning, and she's finally... That's good when, you're, when your body is starting to catch up with the summer house. She's starting to sync up with the summer house because she should be feeling the effects of the alcohol. In fact, I want to know why other people aren't feeling more of the effects of the alcohol. It is wild. Like, with, I just don't... I think they're using steroids, you guys. I think they're juicing. I mean, there's how, how is this possible? How is this possible? Um, Paige says, what a day, what a day. They're all just sitting outside by the swimming pool with Amanda. And they're like, oh, Sunday scaries. And Amanda goes, I'm tired. And Paige says, yeah, a lot, a lot going on, a lot going on. Do, 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 do. And Daniel says, hey, do you, uh, Amanda, do you, have, do you have wedding stuff to do this week? And uh, Amanda's like, yeah, you know, I just need to check more stuff off the list, I guess, to feel excited about it. And Danielle says, um, are you guys, are you and Kyle, huh? Are you more like in sync at home? And then when you're here, you know, all this stuff comes to a head, like, but at home, you're really good. And uh, Daniel's because he was he was a little upset, you know, he was a little upset at the party and he kind of vented to me about some things. And I mean, I was like, yeah, he just says shit. That's just Kyle. And then Paige is like, we love the shit out of you. But if he's saying shit to the group, we don't want you to never think we're gossiping about you. And Sierra says, so Kyle expressed to Danielle and Paige says that you don't have anything in common except lover boy. And Amanda's like, Rrr. and she's like, well, he gets in a mood and he says mean shit that's not right or fair. I love, I love when we explain our partners. Well, you know, he like, you know, it's like, ah, he likes to kill homeless people. It's fine. It's, you know, he gets aggravated and kills a hobo or two. Who cares? It's all right. We know it's not good. It, it very funny how we always try to explain our partners to other people. Um, and, uh, we go back into the, the, the summer house with the guys and Alex is like, I lose five pounds every time I get to the city because we only eat once a day here. You know, it's crazy. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, 
All you had to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Folks, here is the part of the show that I love every week when we get to talk about our advertisers. And we have two great ones sponsoring So Bad It's Good this week. The first one is a company that is new to us called Smart and Sass. That's right, folks. Smart and Sass. Now... We all know adulting is bullshit. I think I've managed to put that in every episode in some sort of way. Uh, It's an onslaught of what the Fs at least 20 times a day. But sometimes, you know, we just need a break from the day-to-day drab. Maybe a couple of cuss words, maybe me, your favorite podcast, a middle finger or two, a few great laughs, whatever it takes to put adulting in a timeout. Now, you need smart ass and sass. The subscription box that will say everything you want to say so your mouth doesn't have to. Um, This is actually great because this got sent to me, you guys, and I didn't know this was an advertiser. And so they sent me this amazing box of goodies. Like there was like a stapler and all of this like fun stuff. And I was like, I didn't even question it. I was just like, sweet. Somebody sent me an amazing box. and I didn't even look into it. I was just like, sweet. But it turns out that is smart ass and sass. And it brought so much brightness to my day. And I'm excited because I now get to tell you that's what it was. And you guys can have the same excitement that I did with a box of goodies showing up to your house. Um, smart ass and sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, a group of really mouthy mofos who want you to get a good laugh in your day. And I feel like I should be working for the SNS team. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring, they partner with the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. Now, snarky, I feel like I love the word snarky. I think it gets a bad rap because most snarky people are good hearted people. So we feel free to be, let, let your snark flag fly free because snarky is where it's at. And I did love the snarky items in this box set. Um, uh, what I was thinking too, is that even if this box set isn't for you, like this monthly subscription service, it could be for a friend. It could be for your daughter. It, I mean, it actually, it really is cool. Just try it out for one month. Each big box contains one SNS designed t-shirt and it has between seven to nine unique items and it's valued at over $90. That is, well, that's a lot of money. So subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. That's S-A-S-M-A-R-T-A-S-S-A-N-D-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
sass.com and use code so bad for 10% off your first subscription order uh, and also follow smart ass and sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude. Oh, hell yeah. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Um, our second product today, our second advertiser today, you guys, they are old friends of the pod, our, our friends over at Ana Luisa. Now, let us give it up for Ana Luisa Jewelry. Um, they're the real deal, you guys. I am so excited about this one because when I told people that I know that Ana Luisa was, uh, you know, they were they were sponsoring the pod, people actually know knew already what Ana Luisa uh, was and that I was like, oh, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, they're advertising on the pod. <laughs> so, Anna Luisa jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but also really, really pretty, if you ask me. And you know, your boy is a jewelry expert, not a fashion expert, but I really, I know my way around jewels. Um, their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. You can even layer the necklaces together. I love women when when women layer necklaces. I think it really, I genuinely think it does look really cool. Uh, Anna Luisa, that's A N A L U I S A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. Uh, a great ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries, a dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee, a luxurious necklace that makes your friend think, whoa, she is making a lot of money with a necklace like that. But the best part is Anna Luisa Jewelry starts at only $39. The prices are incredible, and with our code so bad, you can get 10% off your order at shop.analuisa.com. At Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list. A friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter to spoil, or even yourself. Just spoil yourself. You have the credit card. Spoil yourself. Plus, the gift guide on their website, along with their bestsellers page, are great destinations to browse most gifted options. Do not do not feel shame in going to the bestsellers page or looking at what they recommend. That's how I do it at the Old Navy website, you guys. I've told you this many times. I am not imaginative, and I need to be shown how these things work. And Anna Luisa does that. They take the work out of it for you. So while you're getting yourself a new necklace, why don't you throw in one for your sister, throw in one for your friend, throw in one for everybody. So go treat yourself and your loved ones and use our code so bad to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry 
that even my mother loves because she's the one that got the samples that they gave me. So go check out uh, shop.analuisa.com forward slash awesome. So that's shop.analuisa.com forward slash awesome. And then the code is so bad. Now I'll put that all, all of that stuff in the uh, show description. Um, so just go there and this stuff really does help the show out. You guys, I swear to God. So if you are looking to buy yourself a little gift or somebody else, really go to Anna Luisa, put in so bad, get the 10% off, get amazing jewelry. I mean, that's really, that's the name of the game. So, and, uh, now without further ado, back to our show. So we go back to Paige, uh, cause of course, Alex, you know, that's a whole nother tragedy about him losing five, but dude, not to harp on this too much, but like, man, I want to get my body to the point where it mental, like where it's like, if you like just where it just accidentally loses five pounds. Amazing. Like that's, that's the dream. Okay. So we go back to Paige outside with Amanda and she's like, I don't want you to have to defend your relationship. It's sucky. I'm in your wedding and I want you to be so happy. And sometimes I see you and I don't know if you are. I hate that for you, and I hate that I have to talk about this right now. If this was me and my fiancé said the only thing we have in common was work, you wouldn't want that for me. And she's just, she's fully crying again, you guys. And uh, Amanda says, well, you know, we can't even experience our own feelings, uh, you know, because work was cool, but then... After work, we still have to be with each other. It works awesome. And then our relationship ended up taking a backseat this whole time. And then Kyle is inside going, um, hey, he's finally getting a clue. He's like, uh, hey, do you know what the um, do you know what the ladies are all uh, talking about out there? <laughs> like, you know, he's probably seen Paige crying. Hey, um, what's going on? Like, that's probably when his spidey sense went off of like, okay, what, uh, what possibly could, you know, now Kyle's getting paranoid. Maya, we go back inside and Maya says, I've been where you've been because remember her five-year engagement. And she says, I- I'm happy now. I'm okay. But I, I, I loved him so much. I was sacrificing a lot of my own feelings. And this to me is really an interesting conversation to possibly have. We won't have it here because, <laughs> because I'd rather joke about it, but no, it, it, it's, it, it's, um, it is one of those things is that when you're potentially falling out of love with somebody or you're just love is weird is that you don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings when you have your own feelings. And sometimes you sacrifice your own feelings because you care about that person. You care about their feelings. And it's such a weird thing as we, as humans, we, not a lot of us are really good at it because you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll deal with myself not being happy for the sake of somebody else. Um, and Amanda's like, you guys are killing me. Oh, my God. And Kyle's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go see what's popping out there. Like, he's like, oh, I've had enough. Um, and Paige says to Amanda, we aren't bringing this up for you to make a, a decision. We just want you to be so happy on the day. And we aren't against him either. We love him too. Amanda says, I know you guys love me. Which, by the way, Paige was very smart in saying. And by the way, sorry about the noise. There's uh, people working on the house right now. Um, Amanda says, I know you guys love me. But it was very smart for Paige to say that uh, that they like Kyle too. So it wasn't like against Kyle. And I don't really think it is against Kyle. Um, Dan- Danielle says, I just hate seeing you guys not happy. And so... So Kyle walks out and he walks and he's like, 
Hey, ladies, uh, you've been out here for a while, and everybody's just silent, and you know. And then he goes, "Can I, uh, can I ask what we're talking about?" And we get shots of the ladies like just blank faced. And then inside, Alex and Andre are like, "Do you think they're talking about him?" <laughs> so we go back outside, and Amanda says, uh, "Well." They just told me, uh, Kyle, that you said we have nothing in common besides Loverboy. And Kyle says, uh, you know, we have a lot on our plate, you know, and it's hard to find time for us. And I'm uh, I'm stressed out to the absolute max. By the way, this is when I was reminded that Kyle still has a sty on his eye of like, you were like, hey, what's up? It's me, Kyle Sty. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Amanda, we have a good relationship. It's Kyle and Amanda that suck. Kyle, Stein, and Amanda are great. <laughs> um, so Kyle says, uh, yeah, we're just really busy. And Amanda says, you take it out a lot on me, and it shows. And Paige says, you know, the day of the wedding and a marriage certificate won't change anything. It won't make you any less stressed out, Kyle. And Sierra says, it's concerning to hear what was said. And Carl's inside talking to the guys of like, what's going on out there? Sierra is now crying and she's like, you know, my significant others, you know, they're, they're saying these things and it's just, it's hard. We want you guys to be realistic. I just, I just know it's easier to postpone than undo. So that idea gets brought up about postponing the wedding. And Kyle's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There isn't a bone in my body thinking about postponing or not go, going through with it. And sometimes I'll just be brutally honest, you know, we're four, we're five to six years into this thing, which he keeps doing that five to six years in thing. Like, do you realize it's starting to become more of like his excuse for everything? And like, I get it. I get what it's like. I believe me. I get what it's like to be in a relationship for a long time. I've done two big relationships. I get what it's like to do year in, year out. Uh, you know, I, I love that we're talking about it. Like it's the Shawshank Redemption. Just another year goes by. Brooks was here. Um, but uh, he keeps saying that like it's some bad, it's like, yo, dude, yeah, we get it. But you still got to be happy that you're making the step. Um, Amanda says, well, that, that's not you being brutally honest. You're sometimes just an asshole and it's not a great quality. Amanda shoots Kyle down. And then Paige goes, let's go eat a bagel. <laughs> it was like the best life. Let's go. Yeah, let's get out of here. Um, and the girls, uh, walk into the house and, and Kyle's like, Amanda. And she's like, no, I'm hungry. And she's like, no, come here for a second. And they hug. And she's like, I, I want to go eat. And he's like, one second. And Amanda's like, it's not cool. You do this all the time. The girls are inside hugging each other, telling each other they, they did the right thing. They're like, you did. It's like yellow jackets. You're like, you did this. You had to do it. You were great out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, we get a shot of the bagels being delivered to their door at one Oh two PM. I don't know why we got that shot. Like I was, not concerned if they were going to actually get the bagels, you know, but, but, but we know they did. And Amanda is in Kyle's arms and Amanda says, you say mean and hurtful things about me to Danielle. And it's shitty for you to say all we have in common is lover boy. He, uh, he, he says, well, she was talking about us and he, and she said, you don't seem happy about Amanda. And then we go back inside and Danielle says, I feel bad, but it's it's hard to have these conversations to have with someone you love. We go back outside to Kyle and Amanda and Amanda's saying, we have to do this. We have to get married in two months. We can't be on this same cycle the entire time. Ooh, sorry, I had to take a 
hour break because there was too much noise being made that the mic would pick up on. So now I'm back. Got to create the same exciting energy in the middle of this Amanda Kyle just horribleness. Just horrible, you guys. Um, so uh, we had just left off Amanda saying, you guys know where we left off. I'm, I'm the one that doesn't know where we left. Okay, so... Amanda saying, you can't be this way all the time. And then, of course, we get crying Kyle. He's like, ah, ah, I love you. Like, he just immediately, he gets to a breaking point and he gets emotional. I like a man that is in touch with his feelings. I'm in touch with my feelings. I am a crying Kyle. I'm not, I mean, I will go to, I will go to tears. That is, and I don't even think he's using this as a tactic. I truly believe he does not know what the fuck is going on. And he is... Just he's he's like a little kid. He's like, oh, where's my mom? Um, and she's like, I love you. He's like, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. He's like, I want to marry you and happily ever after. I'm working my ass off so we can. And she goes, I know you are, but everyone wants us to be happy. There has to be some adjustments. And he's like, I want to do whatever it takes, unless it means I can't pound tequila by myself at three in the morning. Um. And uh, so she's like, then do it, Kyle, do it. I need to eat something. And then Kyle is outside by himself and he's like, fuck my life. Kyle, once again, being the most relatable person on TV for me right now, whether it be just eating by himself, dancing, drinking by himself or saying, fuck my life. Kyle is the blueprint. Uh, and Kyle's like, I'm not coming in. I'm not hungry. Carl uh, lets people know inside while they're eating their bagels that he planned a little birthday thing for Kyle. It's his birthday, 7.30 this Wednesday at the Watermark. And uh, everybody's like, okay, okay, every, you know. And Kyle comes back in. He looks shell-shocked. He looks like he's just been, like, waterboarded or something. Um, and uh, everybody's getting ready to leave the summer house on Sunday. And Andrea's like, oh, Paige, so cute, so little, so cute, look at you, cute, little, little, little Paige. He does the little thing again. Now it's 3.41 p.m. This is usually a little later than the summer house leaves the summer house. The summer house gang leaves the summer house, but they're getting a late start. 3.41 p.m. We see the bloop, 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 four boxes of everybody doing activity. Uh, Paige says, I wonder if I'll hear from Craig. And Sierra says, well, you're the one that last, you're, he's the one that last texted you, so who knows? Uh, Andrea is upset because Paige brings her own luggage down. Andrea's like, what? You brought your own luggage now? Why did you do that, little Paige? Why did you do that? Hey, little Paige, why do you bring your own luggage? But I got to say, you guys, you, you guys know what I'm thinking. Like, she brought her own luggage down because she is trying to distance herself from Andrea now because Craig got so perturbed last night. And I think that is so... You know what? I feel bad for Andrea, even though I shouldn't feel bad for good looking people. Um, but it is Andrea is, you know, she's 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 pushing away, which is like, fuck you, Craig. But she really is falling under Craig's powers, you know, Um he hugs her and Paige is like, you love suffocating me. And he goes, you cute little Paige. And in a talking head, Andrea says, Lately, I feel Paige is being awkward with me. She has eye only for me and vice versa. I miss that feeling of when that would happen, you know? And, like, Andrea's not stupid. He gets it. He sees that she's kind of, like, 
distancing herself a little bit. We cut to Kyle and Amanda in their bedroom, and they're in the closet. We can't see them, but their mics are on, and we just hear like we first over here like 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 so they're kind of like kissing like that's me that's how i kiss so they're kissing and then he's like crying no too still and uh so so he's like i know i know it just it's been tough i just and then Amanda's like, I just want everyone to be happy and excited for us. And, 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 and we are happy and excited for us. And, and if we're not, you know, they, they get worried for us. And Kyle's just like, Ooh, just so much crying this episode. They have not, they've had one of the worst seasons as a couple in all of Bravo history. I truly think like they, they've had a really tough season because even with like Brittany and Jax, you had Jax fully on cheating with Faith. Like it was like a full it was a surprise to all of us. Like, this is just two people that seem like they don't love each other this year. Okay, so new scene. Uh, Danielle is uh, saying, okay, everyone, get the fuck out of here. And Maya shouts, I'm a backseat bitch. Now we're back in New York City, folks. It is Monday and Andrea is on set. They're doing a gelled look, we're told, an edgier, rougher look. Uh, and he, he's wearing all black and he actually looks like Carl at the bondage party. He's doing a shoot that looks like a bondage thing. Um, we see Carl. Carl is at a restaurant table for two he asks and the guy's like well where do you want to sit and he's like i'll go on this side so i can see her coming in so obviously this is the date with mckenzie and carl you can tell is a little nervous mckenzie comes in and he's like you look great you look great um and he says we had a great time in california but we haven't hung out that much uh he orders a mocktail and she does one as well they, they have a mocktail moment and he lets us know he's 36 years old and he's never pursued a relationship without alcohol or drugs. And he feels like he's in middle school. And dude, that is so you can't, you guys just picture that. I just got to be so weird and so scary. But at the same time, once you've got maybe a little bit of a handle on it, like Carl seems to maybe be, you know, handling it, it might be really exciting. Like, Holy shit. Like you're used to things with drug and alcohol, drugs and alcohol, like where sobriety almost might be the exciting adventure for you of like, dude, look how punk rock this is. I'm sober on a date. I don't know. Like there, there seems to be a sense where Carl might be a little excited about these things because what I imagine is that Carl's had so many now nights, whether it be the summer house or in the city where he wakes up, not sober, hating, and not hating himself that he's like wow this is pretty nice and not what i'm used to i'm used to self-loathing i'm used to being hung over i'm used to that shit like speaking from experience it can really get old you know and you're like this same old shit where it is nice like when when i don't drink you know you you to extend to i when i don't drink to excess like yeah you wake up without a hangover like it is it is really flipping nice um, so this girl seems kind of into Carl, I guess. Uh, she also says, well, drinking's not important to me, you know, and it's really important that you better yourself. So I like what you're doing. Um, she says, uh, our first date, uh, me and Carl, we didn't even touch, but you kept saying physical touch is your love language. And, uh, and you know, which is by the way, I love that Carl knows his love language or is he just trying to make up his love language so he can touch people? I who knows? Um, but, uh, I guess they didn't. So, so, uh, 
they also say that when they went to California, though, it was embarrassing because they were all over each other, you know, and, and she's like, I bet you won't do that here. And she, he's like, yeah, I will. And she's like, well, give me a kiss. And then he gets up and kisses her lightly. And she's like, thanks. We cut to Lindsay at her doctor's, and we are at a place called Extended Fertility. Her doctor is Dr. Klein. Danielle, her BFF, comes in. I, I truly love Danielle for shit like this. Um, Lindsay's like, ah, we're going to need some wine after this. And... Lindsay lets us know I've settled in the past um, and, you know, worked up against a timeline. And, you know, the a couple days ago, she said she got some blood work and my eggs are starting to be considered potentially geriatric. I don't want them walking through my uterus on a walker. So she's going to talk about freezing her eggs potentially. Step one. And she says, if I can stop the biological clock and eliminate part of the process of choosing a partner, maybe I can find someone meant for me. And I love these kind of scenes because we know she is madly in love right now. Uh, You see it literally all over their Instagrams every hour on the day. But like, it's kind of nice because you're like, oh, she does find somebody she really loves. Um, Dr. Klein's like, come on in, let's do this. Uh, and she's like, well, I brought Danielle. She is my support system in life. And he's like, great. Um, and he says, egg freezing is doable, but not the easiest. And I want you to know the right info. And so they go over the blood work and uh, he's like, the AMH is a reflection of your egg, egg supply. Now, um, a relative age uh, for a 35 year old is 2.6, but you're 3.8. And they both freak out and they look at the table and she's like, that means I'm 28 years old. I have the eggs of a 28 year old. I'm 28. I'm 28. And they're so free. It actually was really funny and really cute this moment because they genuinely seemed very excited. Her eggs were 28. Uh, he says, we can do an ultrasound to look at your uterus and ovaries to make things, um, you know, if you're considering doing this and uh, we'll compare that with your blood work, we see a side view of Lindsay's uterus, which is wow. Technology. Daniel says it looks like pepperoni pizza. Uh, we find out that Lindsay's ovaries or uh, uterus is healthy. No cysts. And he's like, if you want to get this process rolling, we would just move to the next step. If you have any questions, let us know. And she's like, it's cause for celebration. And, uh, She's on the little doctor's table and uh, asks Danielle, where do I go from here? And Danielle says, pants are a good option. Because <laughs> she's, you know, on the doctor's table without pants. I got to tell you, those doctor things, when you sit up on that crinkly paper, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The, the, the like, <laughs> it's just, there's no way to be subtle on that doctor's crinkly paper. And it just makes you so damn aware that you're at, <laughs> it's that, that crinkly paper and it always like sticks to a part of your body and then you rip it accidentally it's just so weird you think like that's what kanye needs to work on is like trying to invent something like that cooler doctor paper stuff um we cut to kyle calling his parents on the streets of new york the dad answers the mom's phone and he's like where's mom and and uh, Kyle's like, oh, I'll, the dad's like, I'll get her. And Kyle's like, apparently they're just answering each other's phone these days. Uh, the mom gets on the phone and he goes, I need some motherly advice on uh, relationship stuff. And she goes, oh, I thought we were past that point. And he's like, no, 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 we are. We are. We are. We're six to seven weeks out of the wedding. We had a bump on the road back in the house with all of our friends questioning our relationship. And I'm feeling disheartened. You know, some of these people are in our wedding party. Now, let me stop you right there. You might be thinking what I'm thinking of Kyle, 
that's what happened, but that's not the root cause. That is not where the thing isn't to do with your friends being not supportive. The thing is you like the thing is how you and Amanda react to each other. That's what's causing your friends to question anything. And I always think that's a, it's a very important differentiation, which I'm very scared, especially after seeing the last scene of this episode that Kyle does not seem to understand yet. Hopefully he understands at some point. And the mom says, well, this is a high pressure time. You got to take deep breaths. God, don't you hate when people tell you to take a deep breath? Just take a deep breath. I do that to people, too, and I hate myself. Just take a deep breath. You're like, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? Like, not stop breathing? Like, no, I've got to take a breath. But, like, take a deep breath. And um, she's like, hey, it's never easy. And he goes, when you were six weeks out of the wedding, how were you feeling? And she goes, you don't want to know how I was feeling. I was topless in Greek. I was topless in Greece uh, six weeks out. And he's like, you're right, Mom. I don't want to know. Uh, we get to a new scene. We're at Kyle's 39th birthday party. Everyone's coming in. Paige is there. Carl is there. Andrea comes in. He sees little Paige. He's like, hi, sweetie. And uh, Andrea, Carl is dressed like Andrea. And Carl was like, yeah, I was going to, who's going to wear it better, Andrea or Carl? I like when Carl gets threatened fashion-wise. Uh, Lindsay comes in. Uh, Paige is drinking a lover boy. They're all drinking a lot. There's a lot of lover boy signage everywhere. They ask Lindsay how her wedding was. She's like, fun. How was the bondage party? He goes, I made out with little Paige. And uh, Paige goes, oh, I don't even remember that. I, I was drunk. And uh, he goes, oh, you don't remember. You probably don't even remember Vermont in the winter house. By the way, this is another thing I feel of Paige completely lying. She knows damn well she made out with Andrea at the at the summer house. She knows damn well because she got in a fight with Craig about it. And this is her not wanting to say it on camera. This is like now Paige is playing to Craig. Now Paige is reacting certain ways because of Craig. And I will not stand for it. No, sorry, Bob. Um, so, uh... Lindsay goes, well, I guess you're not memorable. And Paige is like, no, you're memorable. Man, you're memorable. I didn't mean it like that. Alex comes in. He has a huge head of lettuce that he's eating. from. No, he doesn't have a huge, but that would be great if he did. Everett is there. If you guys don't know Everett, Everett is Lindsay's ex-boyfriend. He was on the first couple of seasons of Summer House, and they had a roller coaster of a relationship. Uh, and by the way, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch those earlier seasons just to see. It's always fun to see where the characters that you know now, if you didn't start with the show, how they developed. And Carl goes, well, 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 to Everett, which is just so weird, too, because Carl is Lindsay's future boyfriend and Everett's Lindsay's past boyfriend. So I wanted them to kind of do like a mirror exercise of like my hand left, your hand left, like kind of like, uh, anyways, <sighs> my mind thinks such weird things during these shows. Um, uh, Lindsay in a talking head lets us know Everito. Like she says, Carlito Everlito. Oh, I wonder if she would ever call me Ryan Lito. Ryanito. Um, he's like, yeah, we lived together. We broke up. We tried to make it work again. And we get a flashback of their fights and they're getting back together. And there's this one iconic scene where she's like, I'm going to go sleep at a guy's house tonight with a guy in a bed. And then we get a scene of like Everito going like, do you want to move in with me? And she's like, yeah. Uh, but anyways, they hug. They're friends now. It actually seems pretty pretty nice kyle and amanda walk in the birthday boy and this is when i know kyle sty is still present like yeah guys you didn't get rid of me <laughs> i'm at kyle's birthday party it's me kyle sty the star of the show um 
and uh, you do you do sense the sty is 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 going down. It's not at the intensity. No, I'm still there. He put makeup on. He put makeup. I'm here. Everett says, uh, hey, Kyle, I got an engagement ring today. Huge wire transfer today. And I'm like, wait a sec. When I got my wedding ring at Zales, they didn't require a huge wire transfer. LOL. Um, Lindsay says, uh, or he tells Lindsay, he goes, hey, I got a little piece of hardware earlier. And she goes, oh, you got a Rolex? And then she goes, oh, my God, no, you got an engagement ring. They see the ring, and Paige is like, it's stunning. Like, Paige is always there when jewelry gets popped out. Lindsay says, at one point, me and Everett were going to get married. And guess what? We didn't, and I'm much happier for it. I'm single, and I have the eggs of a 28-year-old, and I'm feeling very fucking good about that. I love that line. Um, Sierra comes in. Maya comes in. Luke comes in. The Summer House Gang is here, folks. It's a very special night in New York City. Um, we see Amanda and Kyle do an Insta story where they look all happy and in love. And it is an interesting point, like how Amanda and Kyle both present their relationship online, which is like all of us. Like how we present ourselves online is very differently than how our lives actually are. This is not something new or not a th- new theory that I've had. It's just very uh, – it's very interesting. So – um, Maya, Paige, and Sierra are talking, and they're like, "Have you talked to Amanda since the the Sunday?" And they're Sierra's like, "Yeah." She said, "I'm not mad at you guys. You were coming from a loving place." And uh, Maya asked, "Did she mention if Kyle was upset?" And Paige says, "Well, it didn't cross my mind. I was only worried if Amanda was upset." And Paige says, "Craig is actually going to come Sunday night." And because uh, last Sunday night when we got back from the summer house, he was like, I need to treat you better. She tells the girls and she's like, it's a step for him to say, I really miss you. And I'm booking a flight, you know, and I feel like these dumb little tiffs. It's just because we miss each other because it's long distance. I just really want to be with someone I really, really like. And I really like him a lot more. And I wouldn't have cried unless I really liked him. And him getting jealous means he really likes me. You guys see the problem in this like him getting jealous means he really likes me me crying means i really like him yeah on the face of that you would make that maybe like oh maybe but no 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 not not really no that's it's i feel like that's kind of like you could go there listen they seem like they're doing great who knows they seem both happy i don't know it just kind of you know, like I said, remember, the the outside, what we see is nothing. Like, we're seeing little peaks of what actually happened. And it isn't all wine and roses, you know? Um, Sierra says, well, if it migrates into something more, you know, you guys got to date exclusively and just call it a day. Um, and Paige in a talking head says, Andrea would d- derail that. Um, so we have Kyle talking to his good friend, Brett. And he's doing the, you know what, me and Amanda, we've been through thick and thin six years in, six years in. That's our testament to us being together. So once again, he's using the five to six years thing. Um, so uh, the the Brett's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, Amanda and I had a long therapy session this week, so we're great. I love when people are like, I had one therapy session, and so I'm fixed. That's It blew my mind, that one therapy session. Um because Kyle goes, hey, Sunday was like a full-blown intervention. You know, all sorts of thoughts were brewing and festering. And um, Kyle now gets to make a birthday speech. And you're like, oh, it's nice. You know, like everything's good. Everybody's happy, you know. And Kyle goes, um, first and foremost, thank you for coming all out, coming out to my birthday. All right, that's a good start to the speech. And he's like, you are all my friends. You guys are like family. Awesome part of the speech. Still good. 
I just want to say that there is been a lot of opinions and judgments about our relationship. And that's when I was like, oh, no. And Amanda's right next to him. Everybody's looking and they're like, oh, no, 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 Kyle, don't do this. Don't. Amanda goes, no, it's your birthday. What are you doing? And she goes, he goes, I know, I know. Hey, he goes, listen, there's been questions and doubt and all I'm saying until you have lived with, you know, uh, and worked with your your designated other, you know, and, and, and at the same time trying to keep the excitement alive. At this point, you know, I, if you haven't done all of that, I don't need the peanut gallery. You know, I don't need it. I need people rallying around us, not questioning us. We need loyal support right through the wedding. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And Lindsay goes, what the fuck did I miss this weekend? Because um, she was not at the bondage party. And Amanda says, this is super fucking awkward. And, and this is after the speech. And Lindsay's like, let's take photos. And Amanda just walks away. And she says to her face, she's like, dude, what the fuck? That was so fucking weird. And we get everybody's reactions of like, what? 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 Paige and Craig asking. Oh, sorry. So that was the end of this episode. And then. Next week's episode, we have Paige and Craig asking, like, what are we? Let's what what is the definition of us? Uh, we have Mackenzie, Carl's new girlfriend. We find out that Carl gave her keys to his apartment. And then, folks, the devil's coming to town. Austin will be making an appearance now, finally on Summer House. Whatever. Um, and uh Lindsay's birthday is next week. Um, Sierra, we have a scene saying, fuck you. I'm not over Austin. And then we have the infamous Austin line. I'm going to eat you from front to back. And by the way, the, the preview makes it look like he's saying that to Sierra, but we know he's saying that to Lindsay because Lindsay immediately in the preview for the season says, why are you such a sweet man? So they're trying to make it like Sierra, but like Austin must get drunk and fucking hook up with Lindsay, which is then going to cause the shit between him and Sierra. And that is why Lindsay thinks him and Austin, like Lindsay sometimes just doesn't get it. She's so smart about so many things in her life, but with dudes, she doesn't get it. I mean, maybe with Carl, she gets it, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? Anyways, you guys, we did it. A summer house recap. I hope you guys are having a great Thursday. I will see you at some point tomorrow for a Real Housewives of Orange County recap that you can listen to into the weekend. Remember, you can listen to these at any time that you want. These do not expire. Um, but thank you so much for listening. As always, you guys are the best audience. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye. Betches.